Josh, what's up, man? What's going on? Kyle, how you doing, my guy? Doing well, doing well. You know, I've I've been really excited to get this podcast going and, and have you on. Um, this is a little different than stuff I've done in the past. You know, I've pretty much just been doing the NBA and just talking the NBA um, with Mikey and other guests. But, you know, I really wanted to use this podcast to go into other areas of my interest. And, um, you know, we've been friends for a long time. So I figured we could just chop it up about sports, about um, our own experiences with athletics and then like how that's shaped our lives moving forward and, uh, you know, day to day. So without further ado, you want to give us a little background on yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, my name is Josh Tresta. Um, I live actually the town over from Kyle. Um, he's an up to number one Menden. I went to a, a private high school, St. John's over in Shrewsbury, Massachusetts. And I'm currently um, in you know, my final two trimesters at Union College, Connecticut, New York, where I completed my final season of college athletics over the fall. Um, like Kyle mentioned, you know, we've been good friends for you know, a while now. And um, what's kind of special about Kyle is we've always had similar interests, um, both in sports um, and, and outside of sports. So uh, definitely excited for this talk and uh, it's a pleasure to be on. Of course, brother. I appreciate that. You know, I can, as far as I can remember, it would uh, must have been middle school watching um, a highlight tape of, you know, this kid catch the ball at Wildcat QB and then go up one side, not see a hole, beat everyone to the other side, not see <laughs> a way through and then cut it back all the way and go for an 80-yard touchdown or something. Um, so that's kind of where I want to start off a little bit. It was like, you know, the first memories I've had of you were being a, a peewee football legend. Like how, what do you remember from that? And like, what did that, how did that like push you to go to the school? You said St. John's, your, your private school and for high school. Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, peewee football from fourth to eighth grade. Um, you know, I was pretty, pretty solid. You know, how I began playing football was, we were on cement basketball courts in, in third grade, and I really enjoyed playing, um, you know, what was it called, like 22 v 22 uh, football, two-hand touch, a bunch of kids in my grade. So I remember one day just going up to my mom and asking if she would sign me for tackle football, and uh, I began the year after that in fourth grade. Uh, so then my, fourth, my first touchdown was kick return, last game of the season, pouring rain playoffs where we lost. And, you know, from kind of fifth grade to, you know, eighth grade, I, I was pretty solid. And, you know, eighth grade year, I realized, you know, I was pretty solid at the sport. So I began looking at uh, multiple private high schools that were um, pretty far away. And I did end up at St. John's just because I felt like it was, it was the best opportunity for me um, to continue maybe at the next level. You know, obviously I didn't know where, how my athletic system would evolve throughout high school from where I was in eighth grade, but... <clears throat> Um, you know, my parents really wanted to, you know, take a chance and have no regrets. And so I found myself at St. Charles Shrewsbury, um, which was which was a great experience. You know, I definitely got some burn freshman year um, on the varsity level. Then from, you know, sophomore year on, um, I kind of stayed on the varsity team. And I didn't really excel as, as you know, far and great as I wanted to. 
um, with the expectations I had maybe in my peewee days, uh, but definitely a great experience at St. John's and, and have no regrets going there. Definitely. Um, you know, it was always a, a thought for me was we kind of took two different paths for high school sports. I, I stayed with the public school, NIPMA, small school. You know, it's, if you're good enough, it's really easy to like be the man almost in whatever sport mm-hmm. you're doing. Yep. Because, you know, the difference between you and the rest of your teammates in the competition, if you're a college level player is, you know, is, is pretty significant. So it's kind of, it, it was a question I always had was, was it best for you, you know, would you have rather been a, a key member of a state title winning team with a bunch of really good players or would you rather be, you know, that guy at a smaller school? And I think I already know what your answer is. I think you're going to say St. John got me the opportunity, blah, 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 blah. But is there any part of you that's like, yeah, I wish I was just wildcat QB who got, you know, <laughs> to touch the ball every single possession <laughs> for four years of high school? Yeah, no, that's definitely a great question. Um, and, you know, the answer that you were expecting is probably not the answer that um, you know, I'm about to give. Obviously, being a part of a, a really good high school program where you're well-known across the state, um, you go undefeated, win the state title in Gillette. That was an awesome experience. However, I think I would definitely rather be, you know, maybe a star player on a, I guess, lesser competitive school relative to where I was. You know, mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, being at St. John's, there were, there was, you know, great competition. And we had kids on our team go D1, D2, D3. Um, and I believe my senior class had about 13 or 14 guys commit to play collegiate football. And so we were really competitive. And I think going from the guy who was, you know, the top dog in guess, middle school to being um, maybe above average or, um, you know, I guess a key player at, you know, a great high school at St. John's was definitely a big shift. And I remember, you know, there's some days, you know, after games where I only catch one pass or even no passes. And even though we, you know, wax the team or, you know, we played really well as a whole, you know, I just wasn't happy. You know, I go to my you know, room or whatever and, kind of just ponder on that be like oh, what am I doing wrong or um mm-hmm. you know this isn't as fun as an experience as it, it could possibly be and the games where I did excel you know I was having the best time of my life but there's definitely a lot of moments where you know I didn't have the greatest game and um you know it would definitely get into my head now regarding how playing competitive level helped me I would say it helped me a lot relative to going to a, a smaller less competitive school Obviously, you go against bigger, bigger guys, you know, faster guys, stronger guys, and just being around an environment where everyone's trying to get to the next level, um, it really pushes you to the, to you know, you know, push yourself. And so I remember going out to the field um, after school, lifting weights with a bunch of guys, and being around guys who are as athletic and even more athletic than myself, stronger than myself, faster than myself. Um, it definitely made me a better football player, and I don't think I would be as, you know, I guess, athletic or as good as in my position as I was um, if I went to a, a lower comp- competitive high school. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's super relatable for, for almost any athlete. And it's, it's tough. It's about finding 
you know, where you play and who you play is everything in sports, determining how good you are versus and, and how good you feel about yourself as a player. And, you know, you, you mentioned some really good points. Like, it's really fun scoring a thousand points in high school or, you know, feeling like you're the best player on the team. But there's also a lack of, you know, other people pushing you. You know, like you said, you would go to the weight room. You're playing against really good competition every single day of practice. And that made you a lot better player. I, I could definitely attest to, like, playing with, you know, the kids who would just pick up a basketball a couple weeks before the season, hope they make the team. They make the team, and then they play, and then they don't touch a basketball till the next November. Playing against those kids all the time almost made me worse, you know, because you feel like you're good, but you're not getting better. You're it's it's kind of a a, a weird phenomenon. So, none, nonetheless, we both got to pretty similar places mm-hmm. after high school. Um, like both both of our goals were to use sports to get into a good school, mm-hmm. right? And, and play at a level where we thought was, you know, a good situation for sports, but then also like a really good school. So what was, what was your recruiting process like? Um, yeah, my recruiting process was a little strange. You know, I really was shooting high at the Division One level. Um, my summer going into my senior season, um, looking at maybe not big schools, but, you know, smaller, lower D1 schools. And it kind of flew over my head that I wasn't built for the Division One level, uh, both mm-hmm. athletically and physically. And, so what, you know, what, mid- what told you that? What, where, when did you find that out that you're like, okay, maybe I'm not low D1. I'm not, I'm not that low. Like, where did, where did that hit you? I'd say mid senior season you know I got hurt my first game you know pulled the hamstring and um even that game I had zero catches so I didn't actually you know step on the field until a week four or, or yeah around week four so by then you know you don't have game film the first four weeks of your senior season and you know d1 schools are kind of expecting that you know that, that kind of flew over my head and that's when I realized that you know this level's not for me okay yeah, so you realized you needed to shift your focus in terms of school you wanted to go. When did Union come into the picture? Union came actually in the picture, I guess, week eight of my senior season. And from week four to week eight, you know, I really told myself I'm not really sure if I was going to play Division three football. I mean, football in college at all. Um, you know, I was D3, looking at you – D3, know, right? Yeah, I was like D3, like no money. I'm basically paying to play football. It's not really worth it. So I had some division two schools from week four to week eight. I was really, um, really looking into then union actually came up. Um, like I said, week eight of my senior season, one of my friends actually committed to union for lacrosse. And he told me he committed to this small school. And I was like, what the hell is union? I looked it up on Google and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to you know, give it a shot. And, um, my recruiting process began because I, you know, messaged one of the coaches on Twitter and, you know, he said he liked my film and to stay in touch. And, you know, I, I kept up with the union throughout the season and, you know, by winter, I visited it for the first time 
and you know I, I really liked it and um you know I decided to put in my early decision application I was like I'm just gonna play and there's definitely some feelings of you know regret at first when I you know submitted the application I was like what the hell am I doing you know why am I play day three football um uh-huh. is you actually a good school for me um but I stuck with it and I'm, and I'm loving it now so were there any other schools in the picture at the time yeah, so at the end of my senior season, after we won the state championship around December 1st, December 2nd, um, the second that, um, you know, our season was over, I actually emailed every single NESCAC school. And, um, you know, I got, I believe there's eight or nine NESCAC schools that have D3 football. And I got response from probably, you know, six or seven of them. And you know, I was on my high horse. I was like, holy crap. I was getting texts from coaches, I was getting emails from coaches. And, you know, I was really excited. I'm like, wow, like, I'm going to go to NESCAC school and play football, which was um, you know, a big deal to me because at that point I was like, all right, I just want to go to high academic school. And that's yeah. it. That was my only criteria of what I want to play at the next level. And by mid-December, um, a lot – I was getting a lot of the same responses where, you know, these NESCAC schools, they get most of their athletes in that early decision early decision two and they can only have you know few very few strings pulled for those regular decision kids and you know I wasn't um you know built for that just because I was really late in the process so you know by the end of December maybe mid-January all the NESCAC schools were kind of out of the picture um just because I was extremely late in the process Mm -hmm. and um you know I just missed my window yeah yeah I can relate to that I didn't I don't think I ended up making a decision until late April of my senior year. And that was, that was stressful. That was unnecessary stress, but um, let's, let's move into like union itself and, you know, how, how do you find it in terms of the big three? Now the big three, what, what am I talking about? I think it, you, any school is judged off three things. If, if you're an athlete, it's, it's judged off. Can you, can you like be competitive, maybe get some burn and play for a good team? So athletics, one. Two is the academics, right? Is, is it a good school? Is it, is it a good degree that you're going to get at the end of the four years? And then three, which is, you know, social life. That's, it's hard to hit the three and you know i've i've visited you a couple times right at union and i i think you got a good balance between the three what what are your thoughts on that yeah no union has a great you know balance um all three of those things you know i'll start off with academically um it's definitely a good degree and you're surrounded by a lot of you know smart people that you know kind of push you to do well um, social life wise, you know, I couldn't ask for, you know, anything better for a small, you know, liberal arts college. Um, you know, at first I was definitely a little wary of it. You know, you see and hear all these stories of these big time state schools and schools of 20, 30,000 people. And you think, wow, like that's probably a lot more fun than what I'm having right now. But, you know, walking into campus, walking um, to the lunch area, walking to any kind of house and seeing faces, you know, and being able to have those conversations. Um, you know, every single day and everywhere you go is something that I definitely enjoy with the union. And, you know, I definitely wouldn't trade in for the world. Um, and athletically, uh, union is a very you know, athletically competitive school. 
I think in, in pretty much all rounds from football to lacrosse to um, you know, hockey to basketball. And so I think Union does a great job of um, kind of touching on all three of those points. And I think that's one of the best things about Division III um, is you have that great balance um, between school life, social life, and, and sports. So um, I would definitely not overshadow the Division III level solely for that. Um, and although, you know, having the title of that Division I level um, behind your name and getting all the free gear, getting all the hype and saying you play Division I fo um, football is great and all, but um, if you're really trying to balance those three things and if you want to have, you know, I guess a chance to play if you're not as athletically gifted size-wise or, if, um, you know, talent-wise, then Division Three is a great way to go. Absolutely. So I'm going to go into, like, a couple questions in one here. You know, I, want, I want you to go through, you know, an average day of the week in season for you kind of an average day slash an average week. How, how do you balance those three things of working your butt off to get minutes, get playing time, putting your work in for athletics, putting your work in for school to get a good GPA, which I, I know you have. And then, and then three, still keep yourself sane and be able to have fun, have a fun college experience. What was like an average day keeping yourself accountable working hard and then where could you find you know some some balance in your life in 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 season yeah so i'll just start off with kind of like my in season football schedule real quick mondays we had off um tuesdays we had you know, lift film and practice back to back to back which would go on from like 5 30 all the way to 10 30 and wednesdays would be just film and practice um like i said usually 5 30 to maybe 9 30 uh, Thursday uh, was a walkthrough. Then Friday was a light practice game Sunday. Um, Sunday, we had lift, fill, and practice. And so we did have, you know, maybe roughly a, a total 40-hour you know, work week for athletics. And it was at times, um, you know, challenging to, to bounce school, especially freshman year when I wasn't, you know, used to, you know, living on my own, um, you know, going to practice and rushing to class and et cetera. But, you know, what advice I would have to say for school is, you know, every single, you know, extra time that you have um, aside from, um, you know, athletics, I would, you know, try to squeeze in a little bit of studying, you know, half an hour studying, uh, 25 minutes of doing my homework. Um, and, you know, freshman year, I just got really crazy. Maybe after a game on Saturday, I would go to the library for, you know, one to two hours and um, go out right after. And so I'd say, you know, freshman year, I did you know, a pretty bad job of balancing all three. You know, I would always go out maybe Saturday, Saturday nights during the season. Um, you know, that was a given, but I would also know my priorities on, on Sunday and um, Friday nights before a game. And so I'd say, you know, freshman, sophomore year, it definitely takes some time to get used to. But then, you know, by your, by your junior, senior year, um, you know, you're used to it. You know what to be accountable for. And um you know, you, you know what you're into, but, you know, freshman year, I would definitely say um, it's not bad to, to sacrifice academics over, you know, anything else because that's where you're taking the easiest classes. And that's kind of where, you know, your base is for um, your, your mindset. You know, if you start off hot in college, um, you know, getting all A's and, you know, high B's, and that's going to kind of create your mental state. Like, wow, like this is my standard. However, you kind of start off a little sluggish 
you kind of, you know, put yourself in that mindset. Maybe, you know, I'm not good at this school thing and so I'm going to stay average. So I think starting off hot in college and, um, and your academics is key. Definitely. Yeah. I think for me personally, the advice I would give would be to knock out the two fundamental things that will keep you running that are sleep one and food too. I think keeping it as simple as possible, making sure you're eating right, eating enough. As an athlete, you work your ass off all the time. And sometimes I know in, in the basketball season, I'd end up losing 10 pounds by the end of the season, just because you have so much to do and food is hard to fit in. And a lot of times you might fit in some food that is making you feel worse at the end of the day. Easy to get, but it's not going to help you refuel from all that work you're putting in. And then sleep. And sleep is, is really tough because it's easy to sleep in, but it's hard to go to bed early. So it's, it's about almost being disciplined from the second you wake up until the second you tell yourself, I got to put myself to sleep, which is not always hard to do. And if you worry about those two, you know, your team is going to worry about the basketball or the football. You're going to have enough time in, in the gym, in, on the field to work on that. And then everything else has to be about school because you're a student athlete and, you know, something that's become real important as I get on later in college is I want to get my degree. I want to, I want to get my degree. I want to graduate and I want to, you know, get the most out of these expensive classes. Like it's so easy to just take an easy class, take an easy class, you know, work your way through it where you're not really learning. I just I've, I've really appreciated myself wanting to uh, get the most out of the education for the little amount of time we've had. So that was that's a little bit of my advice, but kind of moving forward, what 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 do you got going on after college? What what plans? What goals? Yeah, you don't have to get too deep into it, but what are some some things you'd like to do after college well right as of now you know post-graduation uh, i'm gonna be living the, the corporate office lifestyle oh yeah um, for right off the jump um but i definitely want to stay in the athletic field a little bit when it comes to you know being an athlete personally myself maybe i'm not i'm not going to be you know playing on tv or um you know maybe the magazines or in newspapers but uh, I want to keep the athletic mindset when it comes to you know, working out um, right now. A goal I have is just to run. You know, I, I disliked running a lot and, um, you know, early in my college career, but I'd say, you know, senior during COVID, I mean, junior during COVID, I started running a little bit. And, um, but now, you know, being you know, a month and a half out of um, being a collegiate athlete, you know, I, I really learned to kind of enjoy running. That's only by seeing the progress I've made from, you know, day one of running to um, maybe, you know, week four, week five. And so um, as of now, I'm, I'm trying to stay athletic and, and, and just run. Yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. I want to not run. I just want to lift weights. Sweet. Um, what about, yeah, what so about a question for you though? Um, yeah. What's up? Now that we're both you know, out of being collegiate athlete and we've been athletes our entire lives, um, and I can easily say that's been a big part of my life and I'm sure of your life as well. 
yep. being, you know, I'd say a month out of a college athlete for both, both of us, you know, how have you felt the transition has been? Um, and, you know, how's it going basically? You know, that's a great question. And that's a question I've been asked a lot. Um, you know, it's, it's just dealing with, dealing with the, I would say, dealing with all the free time that you usually have for, for your sport, you know, you, in order to be the best athlete and student, you have to be so disciplined, like we've been talking about. And then you find yourself not having to be as disciplined to get your stuff done. You know, I just, uh, my days are incredibly repetitive at school. I'll eat, go to class, eat, work out, eat, do homework, go to bed. It's really, really simple and repetitive. And, you know, what, what I've found that helps is, is having a routine like that, that keeps me productive and then also allows for me to, you know, and enjoy the college experience like everyone talks about. Um, but it's, it's, it's tough in that you have to be a little less disciplined, but more disciplined at the same time. But I'll be honest, it's also, it's also pretty easy because doing a sport takes a lot out of you. And when you're D3, sometimes you feel like, man, where's, where's the return on investment, as we always joke about. ROI, the ROI. Yeah, where's, where's the ROI for all this work? Um, you know, it's a crazy unpaid internship that we, uh, that we took part in for a long time. And I would say it's easy. It's, it's pretty easy coming out of it, for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure you think, you know, along those same lines. Yeah, I mean, the second I, I stopped being an athlete, I, I didn't really dwell on it. Obviously, I miss the sport. Uh, you know, I've been playing since fourth grade, but I think what really helped me was just, you know, like you said, getting into a routine that um, you can kind of follow every day and having some structure um, because you do kind of miss on the structure of having practice, having meetings, having obligations to go to. So setting um, a routines and structure for yourself is key. Um, also, like I mentioned, you know, not too long ago, but, you know, setting athletic goals for yourself just because you're not part of a organization doesn't mean you um, can stop setting goals, whether it be um, running for myself or maybe, you know, weightlifting, like Kyle said, um, you know, just don't stop being an athlete, um, continue to do that basically. Um, do you think you might, you might run a marathon or something? I'm trying actually. Um, I'm going to try to run, run a half marathon first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and work my way there, but uh, definitely something I'm trying to try to do. Um, and one other thing I want to talk about is identity because, you know, whenever someone asks me about union, I said, Oh, I go to union. I'm an economics major and I play football there. And so yeah. having that football name tag was something I definitely took pride in. And I felt like it was a part of myself. And now that when someone asks me, Oh, you go to union. You know, how is that? I'm saying, Oh, I'm an economics major. And you know, I, I played football, you know, past tense, former athlete. Yeah. And it doesn't have that same, you know, ring to it. It doesn't have the same guy's swagger. Um, so, how have you felt about you know, losing that tag yourself? That's a great question. I think it's always a part of me. You know, I, I put in my time, and so did you. And, and um, it's, it's always going to be a part of identity. Oh, I played on the team. It's, you still played. You know, it's not like it doesn't exist now. 
Um, but I think it's, it's good, man. Like, it, it's we're not going pro. I hate to break it to some people in D3. <laughs> man, we're not going pro. Some people might, and, and you know, God bless them, but this this identity has to end at some time as a player. You know, you can always play, but being a player, once it ends, you got to shape who you, who you are as a person and who you are as maybe a professional, which is an identity that I, I've found more important to want to, to want to shape right now is who can I be as Kyle, the professor, the professional versus worrying about Kyle, the basketball player and what, who is that? Who is this? It, I think it's, it's important to move on um, as a former student athlete. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, I'd say it didn't really hit me until like two weeks out when you know, someone asked me about union. And I said, you know, like I said, past athlete, former athlete, I don't play anymore. I played my last game this fall, yada, yada, yada. And I think that was definitely a little tough because I definitely felt like that just adds, you know, swagger to me. That's a little cliche. I definitely liked having that tag and, you know, not walking that locker room, not, you know, Going to lift with you know my friends and all that is definitely gonna hit a little bit come this trimester. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you said, I think rather than kind of dwelling on it, you definitely gotta look at the positive and and, and think about how you know your past athletic career just shaped you into who you are today and um, connect you with who you met and you know put you where you are today when it comes to academically and the in the job you're going to. So. Um, like I said, it's definitely tough kind of lose identity, but um, everything has come to an end at, at some point. Absolutely. I think that's a great place to end it. Hey, I, Josh, I, I appreciate this, brother. This is, uh, these, these are the type of conversations that I want to be having doing this. And uh, doing this, I just wanted to develop like some communication skills, be able to, um, and then be able to put like what we've, been through and what I've been through as student athletes out there um, so other people can learn and hear and be better in the future so I appreciate this a lot thank you bro yeah no problem thank you for having me on um, it was definitely you know, pretty awesome to talk to a somewhat similar experiences I have when it comes to leaving the game at basically the same time and um, kind of going through what we went through at the division three level so I'm glad we can get to talk and talk to us at this and I'll share with the everyone who listens.